Hey guys, hope everybody's doing good. Um, I suppose big, big, big apologies today for lack of podcasting. I know there's a lot of people um, really enjoy the podcast and really benefit from the podcast. And so I have to say apologies for not getting on it a bit more regularly. There's not really any excuses. I've just, um, I guess, neglected it with other things going on. Um starting little bits and pieces like the you know youtube stuff and um the run group and but there's so much i guess um to catch up on and apologies if you can hear i'm in a car wash right now because i i wanted to get the car wash before i'm renting a car in belfast at the minute and it's ridiculous that i'm having this car washed to bring it back to pick up a different rental car because i I just cannot be bothered going to London to pick up my own car. And it's not, like, I say I can't be bothered. It's also kind of an investment in running because travel, you know, travel takes energy. Going and having to get the boat takes energy. Having to, like, empty stuff out of a big yellow storage takes energy. Energy that does not help the Olympics in any way, shape, or form. So, yeah, that's that decision justified. You see what I did there? That was fantastic. Um, but, yeah, look, I'm back in Belfast. I have to say, I absolutely love Belfast. It's it's it's, it's definitely my favorite place in the world, um, which is, like, insane. And, you know, I never, ever thought I would say things like that. But it's just so, so good to me. It's really nice to be around. Um, friends and family and I really missed family this time round and, and you know I really miss my buddies and I have I have to say I've I've never really said that before. Um and, and I don't really know what's changed. Maybe you know I, I've been away so so much and I, I'm always on camp and I'm always doing something and, and normally I handle it really well and, and this time I, I really wasn't. I was definitely struggling a little bit. Um and, and I think training was starting to it's funny that I've really enjoyed my training since I've been home. And, you know, I just did two, um, we do like Divis Mountain, it's called in Belfast. And we run over the mountain. It's really fun. It's really exciting. And today, actually, I actually ran over the mountain twice. So not the entire run twice, but up over the trail, what we call like the summit trail um, of Divis twice. Um, and, and, you know, I loved every bit of it. Whereas I'm thinking back to some of the training and I was doing in Flagstaff and, you know, I sort of told you guys that I just felt like in Flagstaff, I was like, literally not kidding. Yeah. I was like one, um, yeah, like one runaway from like, just quit, you know, I like every session I was doing, I was like one rep away from just jogging back to the car and just thinking, you know, like, fuck this, this is all too much for me. And, and I just think I was getting the, like I said, I think I was getting to a point where I just missed home and, and really was keen to get home and, and see the people close to me. And, um, and, and yeah, there's nothing wrong with that at all. Like, like you know, I, I make these plans and, and when I'm planning the Olympic build-up and things like this, you know, I, I, I don't always account for the fact that I'm, I'm human and, and, you know, humans are vulnerable at times. And, you know, I, I sort of make these plans like, like I'm a fucking robot and like I'm just going to handle everything really really well all the time emotionally physically blah 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 but we're all human and I think there's strength and happiness so when you're when you're in a happy place 
the hard work can certainly feel a lot easier when you're not in a happy place. Hard days, easy days, in between days, they all can mold together as hard work. And that's kind of the state of mind that I was getting into. And it was real, believe me when I say it was really hard for me to leave Flagstaff. There was, there was other invested interests there um, that, that made it really tough to leave. Really, really tough, let me tell you. Um, but it was definitely the, the right decision for me. And sometimes that's what you have to do. And if the people close to you can't understand that or can't accept that or, you know, have comments or, or things to say about that, then perhaps they're not the people that should be close to you. And and I guarantee you the people that should be close to you will be fully understanding. Um, and you shouldn't have to justify life decisions like that. And you shouldn't have to justify um, yourself or defend decisions like that. Um, so I, I came home and, and like I said, I've been absolutely loving it and um, honestly, really, really loving it, really excited, excited about um, this next chapter in um, certainly in my career. Like, I mean, who wouldn't be? Um, yeah, who wouldn't be like, you know, I'm, I'm training for the like the bloody Olympics at this stage. It's it's so, so exciting. It's so, so great. Um, and I've, I've really like. I'm I'm torn between, and I think you guys are going to fucking love this. I hope you fucking love it as much as I love it. Like, I'm torn between going back the altitude and, put it this way, 90 to 95% of the athletes on the start line of the Olympic marathon are going to prepare the exact same way, right? I think we're all fucking sheep. Like, I'm a sheep. You're probably a sheep listening to this. Because we all probably do a long run on a Sunday. We all probably do a session on a Tuesday. Some of us do three sessions. Some of us do tempo at seven sessions. We're all, we're all sheep in this, right? And I'm not trying to offend anybody. I mean, I just call myself a sheep. But I feel like 90 to 95% of the people on that Olympic Games are going to follow similar patterns. They're going to do a little bit of training at altitude. They're going to do a little bit of heat acclimation. And, and then they're going to run, you know, long runs. Some of their long runs, they're going to do them quite quick. They're going to do some marathon pace stuff. And, like, it's all going to be the same shit, right? And there's nothing wrong with that. But when there's three medals up for grabs, three fucking medals, that's it. How can you expect, how can you expect a medal if you're doing the same as everybody else, right? And unless you're doing more than everybody else or unless you're more talented than everybody else or unless you're smarter than everybody else, it's really dumb to think that the result will be any different than everybody else's. And I, and I think that's a, a really fair, the word wouldn't be analogy, but it's just fair, right? And if you think you can do the same as everybody else and go there and get a medal, you're, you're either more talented than everybody else or you handle pressure better than everybody else, or you've managed to, you know, be on the start line a bit healthier. And this is probably where sometimes a little bit of luck comes into it. But remember that luck backtracks to lots of really good decisions. Okay. So that's my theory. Okay. So in theory, I would stay in Belfast for about another two weeks while probably three weeks, actually, while I'm doing the heat chamber work. So I've started heat chamber work. Um, I'm going to be doing two to three 
90-minute heat chamber sessions, probably two 90-minute heat chamber sessions a week, plus building two to three sauna exposures up. And as I'm building up the sauna exposure, I'm going to build that sauna exposure until I can do about 45 minutes in a sauna with no water, no breaks, no nothing. And, and bear in mind, I could probably already do 45 minutes in a sauna, but I have to be able to do 45 minutes in the sauna, having done a session that morning, done gym, gone for massage, then gone to the sauna. When I'm a bit tired, probably when I can't be arsed. And also, I'm trying to do it in a way that I don't wake up the next day fucked, right? So I can't do 45 minutes now, or I'd wake up the next day fucked. It would take too much out of me, and then it would impact the next day. And if it impacts the next day, it's, it's fucking shite for the week. So at the minute, I'm at 25 minutes. I'm, I'm adding five minutes a week. I think that's pretty logical. So here's my theory, okay? I should then go to altitude. Sorry, let me go back to that. I haven't finished that. I should then go to altitude and then do five weeks at altitude, then go and do two weeks or three weeks somewhere pretty hot, and then fly to Tokyo. That's that's what 90% of the field are going to try and do. Now, there's nothing wrong with that because actually, and I'm, fuck me, this is mental. It actually brought a new brainwave to me, so I'm going to have to hear myself out here. And this is like live because I haven't thought of this. 90% of the field will not do that. And the reason 90% of the field will not do that is because 90% of the field will not be allowed to travel because of COVID and restrictions, etc., etc. So actually, I'm still going to tell you my, my theory, but, but actually, fuck, and it's kind of pissed me off. <laughs> it's actually really pissed me off now that I said this out loud in the podcast. I love this. I'm kind of like, it's kind of like the podcast, I use it in a form of, like, it's like my whiteboard. I always, I love this whiteboard, but like, it doesn't exist. I'm just throwing ideas up there. But I, I actually had my plan nailed down. And now this has really fucked it up because I forgot about COVID and restrictions. As it stands, I can fly the altitude whenever I want because of waivers, vaccine. Um, and I know somewhere I can travel to that is perfectly humid and hot that I could do heat acclimation every day. Um, fuck, that's really pissed me off now. Anyway, let me get back to um, my theory. My theory was, and still might be, um, and this is what I think you guys will be really fucking excited about, because I'm really excited about it. Um, I planned to think about considering staying in Belfast all the way until I would fly to Tokyo. Um, and... I wanted to use some form of strength that only exists in your own mind and excitement and energy. The Ethiopians talk about running being like energy based. You feed off this energy and it's not it's not like Christianity, it's not it's not anything like that. It's 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 just believing in this, you know, other other form of energy that can come from, you know, your surroundings, your happiness, feeding, feeding off family, feeding off friends, etc., etc. We all do it, you know, like 
we maybe feel a bit lethargic and then we go see family and friends and all of a sudden we perk up a bit. So I, I do believe in this and I, and I believe in this form of a strength, but my idea that was I would do something like pretty fucking crazy, like, you know, on a Monday morning, I would like do my heat chamber session and then on a Monday night I might do 12 mile over, I read Paul Turgat's book, he, he ran 300 kilometers a week in preparation for the Athens Olympics. Um, and I'm not talking about running 300 kilometers a week, but what I, what I am talking about is like this morning, I did two laps at Divis and two laps at the Summit Trail. Um, what I'm talking about is picking days where maybe a Wednesday I do Divis in the morning. Um, it's like 12 miles, something like that. And then, you know, later on that night, I fucking go do it again. And like, not, not crazy, not suicidal training, but little things that you fucking say to yourself, like, this is the Olympic Games, right? Three medals. And, and if you're going to fucking prepare like a sheep, like every other person's going to prepare, how are you going to medal? I don't, I don't get it. You know, I'm kind of like confused. It's, it confuses even me because I'm kind of like, well, like, you know, what, what makes you think that'll lead to a medal? And I've kind of had different theories on the Olympics. I'm kind of being like, you know, maybe I should like just do what everybody else does or, you know, maybe you should actually do a bit less and then you'll show up healthy because everybody else is going to train crazy hard. I don't think people want to train crazy hard because it's, it's fucking hard. You know, you know how hard it'll be after you've done Divis in the morning. And Divis, for people that don't know, it's about 1,500 feet of climbing. It's all uphill. And then sometimes the hardest part is coming back down the hills, especially when your legs are tired. Um, I don't know that many people want to go and do that again on a Wednesday night. Whether, whether their body would let them or not, whether, you know, you're, you're going to get injured or not by doing it. Some people just fucking don't want to do that. I, I, I don't want to do that. See, today, having to go back around the summit trail again, and, and it only adds another three miles to the run, but it's about another 10 minutes of just sheer uphill climbing that your heart rate's going up to 170, you're breathing out your ass, your legs are knackered from jumping over boulders and rocks, and, and you fucking got to go do it again. And it was tough. And, and I'd maybe think about doing that three times. I'd maybe do three summits, four, I don't know. But I, I really believe there was a strength now, in fairness, maybe I can gain enough out of that strength over these next four weeks. And then because I just, I, I, I've really fucked myself here because just saying out loud, because of COVID, most people will not be able to get the, the sheet plan, you know, the, the four or five weeks of altitude, the, the two to three weeks somewhere warm and humid like Sapporo. And then flying to, you know, Japan. Uh, I've had, I've now like convinced myself that that's probably what I have to do. And I'm probably going to really struggle to do that this time because like home has been so good to me and, and I've really, really enjoyed it. And I've really set up, uh, you know, I'm in the gym this morning and, and, and this is a, a shout out to gym code. They, they didn't need to give me free gym. It's really cool that they did, but. You know, now, like, the, the boss is signed to me. The staff knows me. There's people in the gym coming over and telling me to follow me on Instagram. And it's just a fucking buzz. I, I love that. You know, like, I'm tired. I've, I've ran 17 mile. I'm, I'm doing the gym. And, and these little things perk you up. You know, it's, it, there's a bit of crack about Belfast. There's, there's a bit of, like, I can feel that the support is real. 
it's not fake support. Oh, I hope you race well. Oh, you know, I hope it goes well, whereas most people don't care. You know, my followers and the people that back me really fucking back me. And I can feel it. And and that's what was getting me so excited about the preparation of Belfast. Um, but then I suppose I have to do my job. And, and you know, there's, there's always something to be gained from altitude and heat. Um, ah, well... You know, it was a great plan until about 15 minutes ago until I did a podcast and spoke out loud. I should, sometimes speaking out loud is absolutely fantastic. I heard a, um, off topic. If you're ever really pissed off, there's a, there's a really good exercise you can do and it's called, it's, it's basically, um, exercising your chimp. And chimp is the emotional part of your brain that sometimes, you know, goes a bit off the rails and, even drives you a little bit crazy where you're kind of like, seriously, can you shut the fuck off and like stop annoying me? Like, you know that something isn't the case and this emotional part of your brain is like trying to convince you that the whole world's against you and all the rest of it. But um, chimp exercise is, it's an exercise where a sports psychiatrist called Dr. Steve Peters, anybody that he treated, um, he got them to complain as much as they could and he said if you can complain for 15 minutes about what's going on um you know I'll, like I'll, I'll kind of believe you that there's there's really something something wrong here and and off you go you you know oh and this person said this and then it led to this and i was and i, I was raging you should have seen me i was in the kitchen doing this and usually after about 45 seconds you get tired listening to yourself and then you realize that you've actually got nothing to worry about and, and you kind of move on and, and such is life. Um, that's a really good exercise to try if you're ever raging. But the, the key here is if you actually owned a real life chimp, you, you wouldn't, you can only exercise a real, a real life chimp in safe places. So the key is you can't, you know, you're not supposed to in front of your wife, kids, exercise your chimp and shout and moan and all the rest of it. You're supposed to go to a quiet place and let your chimp be exercised. Um, but I thought that was just a good thing to tell you there as it popped into my brain at the time. Um, but I've started a run group in Belfast. We've done two sessions. The first session was a little bit all over the place because I really didn't know numbers. And But the second session, I think, went really well. And I put a little YouTube video up of the first session, which was a bit more talk and a bit more question and answer format. Where that's going to go now is the sessions are going to be a lot more just running sessions, um, developing fitness, different kinds of fitness. We're going to do sessions that you might never have done before. If you're part of a group and therefore you do your session on a Tuesday or a Thursday and so you're worried, I don't want to come on a Wednesday because it might be hard or don't worry about that. Um, pick a group. You know, there was about there's usually about 15 people show up. Pick a group where it's very manageable for you. And then, like, you're not really doing a session. You're kind of just doing a run, but while other people do a session. And you can kind of follow along and help them and support them with their paces. <clears throat> oh, sorry about that. Let me have a wee drink before I choke. But I'm really trying to encourage, um, first and foremost, a relaxed approach to working hard. I want these guys to show up on a Wednesday and Saturday. And I want them to go home knowing that they work hard, but maybe it's the most fun they've ever had working hard because there'll be a bit of banter, a bit of crack. They'll probably laugh at me running around with them. And um, yeah, just something a little bit different. There's no doubt these guys are going to work hard. Um, 
but I, but I wanted to be relaxed. I want to teach people not to push the last rep. I want to teach people to work hard up the hills, not push the downhills for Strava to look faster and, and really just try to transfer parts of, I actually did the session with the guys on Saturday. I, I'm sure they appreciated that. And, and, you know, I was able to show them the sort of warm up stuff that I might do and stuff like that. So, um, if you want to get involved and that's a Wednesday and a Saturday, um, I'll be, I'll be actually posting the sessions on a little, facebook group i think it's called lion lions run club let me just check that while you guys are like live on the podcast because i don't want to fuck that up that'd be shit um oh i had to i turned airplane mode on so nobody could call me during the podcast because okay it's called lions run club and if you just go to search groups you can find that and and it's private at the minute so you know try to join the group and i'll prove you and then if you can't make it, you can still see the likes of the little sessions that, that we'll be doing and people will be getting involved with. And, you know, um, I threw up a YouTube video that you guys can check out. It's a bit of a question and answer format. A lovely girl called Rebecca came and, and recorded. And, you know, that was that was very, 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 very kind of Rebecca. She definitely did not have to do that. Um, so I, I really appreciated that. And um, it actually meant that I could share all those question answers um, to everybody, I suppose. And it meant that anybody that was maybe warming up when um, I was answering a question or they were out running when I was answering somebody else's question, the group can all watch because I put it up on the Facebook group and it means that everybody can sort of benefit from some of the, well, I mean, as long as what I'm saying is actually pretty useful, but I think it is, you know, I'm, I'm pretty experienced at this point. So, um, look, that's about all I'm going to say is I'm in a really good place. Oh, another thing, actually, I've just started trying, it's called Super Sapiens Live Glucose Tracking. And, you know, I'm all about my gadgets and learning and all this kind of stuff. So, um, it, it tracks your glucose levels live, which is fucking mental glucose is you basically eat carbohydrates and your body turns the carbs into glucose and then your body uses that glucose as energy um god i sounded like a wee science nerd there that was quite cute um so yeah i'm now live tracking that so like the start of the run today it was like 120 and then i did 17 miles and it dropped to like 70 um and and yeah so i i that's pretty low um, which you'd expect unless you were, I, I wasn't taking any fuel on board or anything during the run. Um, but I think what it's going to do is, you know, I woke up this morning and my energy levels were like, I think they were like 80. And I was kind of like, fuck's sake, like that's already quite low. So I probably shouldn't do a long run when it's already quite low. Think about it. If it went from like 120 to 70 and dropped 50, that means it might have went from, I don't know the exact science, but it would have went pretty fucking low because I, if I was already low. Um, so I think it's going to really help with fueling. Um, I'm going to do a few practice sessions where I actually run at marathon effort and see how much fuel and how quickly my fuel kind of drops down, which will be really interesting. And then using um, the likes of the drinks that I would in the marathon, see how quickly it goes back up. And um, it'll start to kind of tell me, right, you know, in a marathon, you take your drink at 5k but actually you don't get the benefits the, the glucose doesn't go back up for about 10 minutes so don't panic right away little things like this lots and lots and lots to learn but i'll, I'll give you more information 
when I actually know a bit more. It's all very new to me, but I do love a fucking gadget. Like, excuse my language, um, I'm a sucker for science. Um, but look, I absolutely cannot believe it. Got the car wash, and there's still a big derpy stain on the top of it. I cannot believe it. That looks like a big bird poo. Anyway, I'll have to sort that. But appreciate it, guys. Um, thanks for listening. Have a good day.